and Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nick is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick and Grace. Welcome to episode 153 of There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate first watch rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. And I'm Grace, and today we're going over SG1 season 7, episode 22, Lost City, part 2. AKA. Electric <laughs> AKA, the Lost City is on Earth! <laughs> Nixie will tell you I I may have squealed like I may have channeled my inner Nixie. You had a couple moments where you <laughs> squeed and and made weird noises and then were screaming at the TV <laughs> and then was having minor breath Meltdown. issues. Yeah. Meltdowns, yeah. uh donuts were stress eaten. Yes, donuts were stress eaten. Hair was pulled. Like, I was just sitting there pulling my own hair for yeah. a couple of times. Yeah. Oh, God, I need to wash my hair. Um, <laughs> the, 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 it's coming from inside the planet. It's coming from inside your planet. Uh, I like that. Hush, Kaylee. Um, yeah, it's, uh, that's a better AK than I would have. <laughs> it's just, I just, there is a scope, a, a scale to this one. Yeah, there's just so much. There's so much. It's big. It's it's. You know what a good AKA is? Uh-huh. This is dedicated to my boy, AKA. Oh. You don't mess with Texas. Oh yeah. <laughs> I like that because has Hammond had more fun than when he gets to command nope. Earth's greatest spaceship? Nope. Yeah. And that I, that part what? brought me to tears. And like I will say, Hammond could have said. You don't mess with Texas. And I would have been like, yep. And I would have been, that's acceptable. Mm-hmm. So the for the lost line that Hammond didn't get to say, So d- you don't mess with Texas. We may know where he's actually from, but I don't know that we do. The Wait. president. Oh, we don't necessarily know where the president. from. I feel like he's also from Texas. I wouldn't be surprised. But it's like, well, one, they go way back. Yeah. So they could have been, you know, somewhere. Well. I, I do think they they they're they're military, the military yeah. so it could but, be from all over. I, the balls on he that does have some cojones, some nerve, yeah, on him. Alrighty, let's start with this. Get it, Move March nineteenth, two thousand and four. I'm just gonna keep with the dollop yeah. style. <laughs> um, and just like part one, this was written by Brad and Robert, directed by Martin Wood. Mm-hmm. We have one in many ways mm. big guest star. Not okay. not you know. He's rarely seen on screen. Sure. We have one big guest star. A cameo, if you will. A cameo. Well, he has some lines. Of General John P. Jumper, (laughs) the actual Air Force Chief of Staff. Hell yes. At the time. What? what, uh, Talk about gaining street cred for Stargate. Yeah. Talk about gaining street cred for General Jumper. Well, that too. Yeah. But like, for for a show to get the actual person, the actual Air Force Chief of Staff, to be like, yeah, I'm cool with the show. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, essentially, I bless this. It's still science fiction. It's still science fiction. But I, I bless this process. This this idea, like, good job, guys. No, really. To yeah. be fair, it was the easiest time the costume department's ever had. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just wear your uniform. Just, just what you show up in is what you yeah, will go on is, screen. You're in. perfect. You're perfect. <laughs> he was. Do you want to know? So he. 
you want to know his first week on the job as Air Force Chief of Staff? The day he started was September 6th, 2001. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> hey, that's a uh, wowza. That's a thing. Yeah, it's a, that's a tough that's one. That's a time to start. Okay, so... Yeah, that's the coolest guest star that you could have, basically. Uh, and there are a couple. So they always envision this to be like one episode. Okay. So there was a couple of scenes cut, which included the actual visuals of the destruction of the Nimitz battle group, which would have been oh. really cool to see, but I'm sure would not have been cheap. And we, yeah, some money was funneled into that last scene. Over you know, I'm okay with it. I feel like while it would have been cool to see, it might have dragged the episode a little. Well, bit. there's also just something somehow more terrifying about just hearing not, the yes. radio go dead. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Um, also, we they originally had filmed um, Hayes. I don't know if they filmed. I think they filmed it. Um, Hayes's speech that would have actually made oh. the Stargate program go public. Whoa! Like his yeah. Independence Day. His Independence Day speech. That would have been interesting. Maybe they didn't film it because I know. I think they reused. Parts so they, did of the they write it? Yeah, they wrote it. I would love to find that. You may or may not hear bits and pieces of it in what? a future thing. I'm ready. There was also a scene. I, oh, I want to do. I do want to share with you guys. If I feel like I'm rushing through any of these episodes for a little while, I am <laughs> because I know that if I record an episode, I get rewarded with watching one. <laughs> I love you all, but I'm kind of like a dog right now where I'm like, I'm sitting. I'm sitting. Look at how good I'm, I'm sitting. So I get the Stargate treat at the end. <laughs> There's also a scene that your your minds are going to explode a bit when I tell you that this is this this was a scene that was originally planned and then they didn't do. Oh, what is it? Oh boy. You know how Jack resigns right there that yes. scene where Jack resigns and then there's that part where Sam's like Sam's Sir, like Sir, I want to tell you I, something. I want to tell you something. Yeah, they I were know. if if this was the actual series finale, <gasps> they would have kissed. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I do love the snug. I love you I know. I know. <laughs> but but without the I love you. Just a big old snog there. Yes. Yeah, it's like they one up Leia and Han. Oh yeah. By just not neither one of them saying it. Well, yeah. It's like look, they're both rogues. They're both a little <laughs> crazy roguish characters. <laughs> Alrighty. Previously on Stargate, we meet Weir. Jack gets its head eaten. Weir takes over for Hammond. Mm -hmm. And Jack uh, does a crossword. We're right about to find the lost city, and Anubis is coming on Thursday. <laughs> Thursday's coming for he's dinner. Put it, we saw it in his uh, iCal. Yeah, he's coming for dinner on Thursday. <laughs> so in Daniel's office, Jack is still working on that crossword, mm -hmm. trying to finish it while he can, while yeah. Daniel is trying to get him to help translate things. I want to tell you that uh, uh, Jesse yes. walked in during the scene. He goes, what is like Jack never done a crossword before? I was like, no, no, that's kind of the whole freaking point. <laughs> if you ever watched the show, you would understand the only reason he's doing this is because of a bet. And he goes, OK, stand out. <laughs> and I'm like, don't walk into things you know nothing about. Anyway, it was fun. It was a fun thing to do. <laughs> so Daniel's going, hey, can you translate this? And Jack's like, no. Without even looking at it. <laughs> yeah. I don't speak ancient. No, it's, it might as well have been like Daniel going, hey, do I look nice in this? It's like, yeah, uh huh. I don't care what you're saying. What do you want from me? Yeah. Well, are you even going to look at me? Do I look, do yeah. I look fat in this? Yeah. The automatic answer it's is fine. no. Yeah. But I, just, I want the truth this time. Okay. 
<laughs> no, no. Still no. No. <laughs> but Jack's whole point is he doesn't speak ancient yet. When he finally does speak ancient, he's he's not going to understand what the hell he's saying. And he's not going to realize he's speaking. Bad plan, Daniel. Yeah. So Daniel grabs the crossword in frustration. And without realizing it, Jack may put some clues into the puzzle. Yeah, of course he did. He's written Teonas. And Proclarouche. Yes. And another one, like the clues for that were label and sphere. Mm-hmm. So Jack is confused and Daniel is as well, but pretty sure that this is the key they've been looking for. <laughs> He's pretty sure that this is the name the lost the, of the planet the lost city is on. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Sam walks in at this point uh, and also points that out. And she's like, yeah, but... For celestial body, Jack wrote Uma Thurman. <laughs> I do love that part. But to Jack, it just means he's hungry. Again. <laughs> something, something, Fran. I mean, he's a huge Kill Bill fan. You know that. I can see that. Well, I have I mean, no clue when that came out. He does like uh, quirky women. Yeah. The, uh, Mary Steenburgen, Uma Thurman. Yeah. yeah. You know what it right. is? It's yeah. I can. It's It's her in that white T-shirt. Something in that white, that sure. Uma Thurman in that white t-shirt from um, Pulp Fiction. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's definitely a Pulp Fiction fan. Credits. <laughs> when we come back in the commissary, Daniel is pretty sure that this is the answer because apparently Proclarouche Teonas or Teonas Proclarouche, I forget which order it goes in. Uh-huh. Uh, Proclarouche Teonas, that's it. Uh, translates to Lost in Fire. Mm. But Sam points out that the name means jack shit until we can get the address. Uh, and just then, Jack pulls the home symbol off Daniel's uniform and is like, add. <laughs> this thing. Which causes a Three Stooges moment on the yeah, show. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which frequently happens between uh, Daniel and Jack. Um, and Daniel then draws what looks like an Orion symbol. Mm-hmm. And Jack goes, shh. <laughs> More hilarity ensues. But Proclarouche... Proclarouche-teonas, which to me, teonas is the three syllables, and proclarouche is three syllables, but anyway, yeah. you break it up, there's six. Yeah. Which means it's a gate address. teonas yeah, yeah, and he breaks it up that, like, teonas is, like, two, and it doesn't make any sense. No, he's wrong. Yeah, he's definitely wrong. <laughs> so just Let take... me tell you something, fictional archaeologist, man. You're wrong. You're it's wrong. not how syllables work. <laughs> uh, it doesn't take long for Daniel to work through and find the address, and he shows the address to Weir. Sam pulls it up. And they did dial this address two years ago and couldn't get a signal, so the gate must be buried. Dun, dun, dun. Here's my now thing. Is, try again. If it's called Lost in Fire, it uh-huh. translates to that. And it's the Lost City. But wouldn't then Proclarouche Teonas have to be named because it goes by the gate address before it was lost? Um, I'm not sure I followed. Let's try that again. Okay. It translates, Proclarouche Teonas translates to Lost in Fire. Yes. But Proclarouche Teonas gets his name because that is the gate address of the symbols. Right. That's how it gets it. So if this was the name of, did they just plan on the city being lost in fire when they Oh, I hear what you're saying. Oh. Maybe they had a way to change addresses? No, because then they have to, because it goes by the coordinates, like the actual 3D right. grid in space. Um, let's not overthink that. They changed the translation So afterwards. we do mean that, so we do know that, Plocker, or maybe 
Proc LaRouche Teonas was a name, and then that name came to me. That's one thing. They, they yeah. changed it afterwards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which I like it. I like it. Let's move. Okay. It. <laughs> so, um, Sam is going to do her thing, plot where the planet is in space, because since they can't gate there, they're going to see if Teal has a ship yeah. yet, mm-hmm. and we're going to fly there. Speaking of, Jack is packing. Uh, and has the most insane packing list ever he's just randomly picking things things up there's like a UAV over there don't ask him what he's grabbing he doesn't know no he's just like that looks good like how I pack for a vacation (laughs) meanwhile I pack that is a complete lie in four different ways I make a very detailed list With multiple columns. I do like a mental pack first. Uh-huh. And then I do a a a written pack. Yeah. And then I do an actual pack. And then, and you then do a ev- check. And then yeah, and then everything's got stages. Like today we will pack all of Grace's meds. Yeah. <laughs> today we will wash all the clothes and make sure everything yeah. we need is clean. Oh see, and I'm I'm the one who I make the list mm-hmm. and then as I clean the stuff that goes on the list, it yeah. gets put aside. Oh. I put it into the suitcase. Yeah. And then as I pack, I take everything out of the suitcase in order to check its location and then repack it efficiently. Yeah. Mine's not, like, it sounds efficient, but it's like, <laughs> it's a three-day workflow of, like, thinking about packing, thinking about packing, thinking about packing, and then oh, all the pack? packing while crying. <laughs> That's truly what it is. It's like, it's fine. I haven't physically packed it, but I know what's going in and I know it's clean. And I know where the things are in and the it's house. Fine, and it's fine. And there's always at least two things that are not where they're supposed to be. No, because then you tear the place apart because you plan on leaving the house clean because yeah. you always like oh, yeah. to a clean house. But because you couldn't find the one like key thing, like your passports or something. Guys, it's always it, some the dumb. The entire place gets torn apart. And, you're, and then that's when you lose all trust in every person in your household. Yes. It's like, did you move this? Oh, the last you moved one. This. The last time was a is a camera lens, <laughs> and we couldn't find the camera lens. Yeah, and the place got torn up looking for the camera lens. And you always feel like a piece of shit when you're like, "Oh, I left it in this wrong spot." Well, it, or it's fun when you're like, neither one of you remember how it got there. <laughs> you're like, it just done now. It just moved. Someone <laughs> broke into the house and just moved one camera just lens. Just to move shit. Yeah, <laughs> nothing else. Just one camera lens. The end. Bye. Um. The good thing is with Jack packing like this is that this happened last time and it means they're on the right track. Yep. And uh, Jack's like, can you also grab a Nakwita generator? <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. where's like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. How is this normal? Yeah. They're and like, it's not, but nothing is meanwhile, normal. Meanwhile, Daniel's grin is like we having fun here? Aren't you glad you became commander of this uh-huh. insane loony bin? What did you think you were coming into? Like, did you think you were coming to like a well-oiled machine? This no. is normal. We're we, all fine we here. by the seat of our freaking pants. This flame around us is fine and normal. Yeah. He's just that meme before that meme yeah, happens. This is, yeah, this is fine. So on Chulak at night, we meet Ronan, mm-hmm. uh, who's meeting up with Braytech and Teal'c. Ronan has a ship. We need a ship. Let's let's join forces. And, and the only condition of using said ship to find the lost city is that Ronan has to go because he's a good pilot. Mm, okay, he's a good murder pilot. Um, a, yeah. <laughs> so back in the gate room, Weir wonders if they have everything they need because there might still be a sink in the kitchen. <laughs> it's just it's like don't tempt them. 
Jack's don't like, don't rile them up any further. Was that a joke? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, maybe a bad one. <laughs> and she's impressed. She goes, there might be hope for you. Yeah. <laughs> You're, it's a one little check mark in your positive column. Um, and they they take all their equipment. I'm assuming they're going through the chew lock to get onto the ship. And the cargo hold of said ship, Daniel and Jack have a nice little a nice little moment. Uh, oh, yeah. He's like, look, I would have stuck my head in the head sucky thing. And Jack's like, I know, which is why I had to go stick my head in the head sucky thing. Yeah, because I don't want you to. I think there's a little bit of regret in Daniel. Like, I, th- I still think he yes, wishes he had. Because if there's not something that Daniel's regretting, it's not Daniel. Right. <laughs> That's how Daniel do. That's how Daniel, all the time, always. Um, And he, Daniel does know that somehow, somewhere out there, Over there the is rainbow. some way to reverse the effects. They're going to find a way. Mm-hmm. He has full faith in that. And Sam comes in then and goes, look, we're pushing the engines as much as we can. It's still two days away. Yeah. And Jack is like, responds partly in ancient. And he goes, you need to go faster. So he heads off to make them go faster. <laughs> I do say, I, I do want to say that during that conversation with Daniel and Jack, I'm going to start using the word cruvis when I don't know what my body's doing. Yeah. So it because, works perfectly. Yeah, because there's a lot of things that my body sometimes does that I can't really tell you what's uh-huh. wrong, but You're, something's wrong. It's like my ankle's swollen. I don't know if I twisted it. Or, or if it's just yeah. swelling. Or if it's a, or if my blood sugars are low right now, or if this other thing's high. There's a myriad yeah. of things that this could be. So I think Cruz is going to be like the new code word yeah. for like, we don't know what's in the fan, but yeah. something is. Uh, so just prepare it for yeah. multiple outcomes. Yeah. <laughs> prepare for all contingencies. <laughs> <laughs> I could just need some sugar. I could. I could need something more immediate. I could need an ER visit. I could just need a nap. Yeah. <laughs> we'll find out shortly. Yeah. Stay tuned. Yeah. <laughs> just, just write it out. <laughs> There's a moment this morning I had. With... <laughs> Stay tuned. We'll be right back after the commercial break. <laughs> yeah. There was a moment this morning where where boyfriend Jesse asked uh, domestic partner Jesse asked if I was okay and I said no I'm very irritated and I'm very angry and I'm not sure why I may just need coffee or I may be mad at you stay tuned <laughs> but it's truly not like I don't know I yeah. could be physical and affecting the emotional and or see, it could be just emotional those are the times and it's been a meme that has circulated around our friend group a couple times yes. that's perfect for when when the when one of the two of you is angry yeah <laughs> the, the, you must have the 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 gumption to then take a towel, yeah, yeah, and yeah. put it over the shoulders. The, the super, angry. and now you're super angry, yeah. And you may live, and you may die, yeah. but the joke is worth it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's pretty good at being like, all right, I'm gonna stay here, not not make any sudden sort of movement. I'm not gonna go anywhere. <laughs> I'm in reach of multiple things that you may need. Yeah, <laughs> or to just duck and cover. Yeah, also not gonna move too quickly. <laughs> But that's, yeah, I'm feeling Cruvis. So on the far side of the moon, we see ships start coming <laughs> towards Earth. That's not good. It's not good times. In the Oval Office, General Jumper comes in. <laughs> Hammond is already there. Yeah. And Jumper tells them about the gold ships, three of them, yeah. coming in through space. Look, not that I want Hammond gone from the SGC, but what a fucking way to go out. <laughs> like, you don't want me here? Fine. I'm just going to sit in the Oval Office. <laughs> Instead, this is my back. Being in the Oval Office with the president is his backup plan. plan. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's his backup work. <laughs> if you can't find me, I'll be in the Oval Office. Yeah. <laughs> and Kinsey. It's, it's his version of like, I can always get a job at Target. Exactly. I can always get a job in the Oval Office. <laughs> And Kinsey and his smugness is like, well, three ships isn't all of Anubis's force. Yeah. And Hammond's like, you're an idiot. Yeah. Anubis is testing his waters yeah. to see if we have the magic super hey, weapon dumb, that we've dumb. been looking for. There's nuance. <laughs> and tech. Like, imagine playing. Like, I am a terrible chess player. Oh, beyond horrible. Imagine playing with dumb face, though. I'd be able to actually win. It'd be like, are you are you serious right now? Is this yeah. this is your move? That's your move. Okay, bye. Fine. Yeah, no idea how strategy works. Oh, look, here's your king. Yeah, it's, rammer, like, rammer. it's like, hey, stick to checkers, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna play checkers on the large. Um, you know, when you go to the Cracker Barrel and you sit yes, outside on the yeah. rocking chair and yep. they have the large blanket chess set on yep. the table. That's the checkers he plays. Yeah, yeah, done. Um, now so I want to go the to president at least get you have to go early to get the egg souffle yeah. things. <gasps> oh, I'm sorry. How dare I? Oh, so there's a puppy. There's under a there? puppy under. <laughs> there's a puppy under the table <laughs> who just smacked at my foot so I could pet her with it. That's all. She's part cat, guys. Okay. So I mean, the president gets it. He's he's gonna hold back his full forces uh, until he gets some <laughs> intel. That's what Anubis is doing. Yeah. Which is also what Hayes wants to do. Um, and this is where you start to realize that the president is actually a military tactician in his own right. Yeah. Like, well, I mean, you don't get to. <laughs> nope, not going to well, say it. But the, the fact He's is, is that, you know, when when we just recently lost um, George H.W. Bush. Yes. And one of the things in in sort of the ongoing commentary and everything they said is that George H.W. Bush was the last. Um, president that we've had who was in the military. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. Because even George W. Bush wasn't in the military. That's true. So it's the it's just more the fact that here you have... Someone who's learned those particular skills. Exactly. Who's not yeah. completely relying on Hammond and Jumper for these sort of military yeah. tactician skills. Like, yep. he has it in himself as well. Interesting. It's sort of being a commander-in-chief, but with some extra, uh, some, some higher dice rolls on your character sheet. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I like it. Um... But Hammond warns against launching the Prometheus and the X-302s just yet. Because, again, you don't want to show your hand to Anubis. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really all Earth has. Yeah. It's like, this is our only shot. It's our if only. use it now, we're boned. cannot throw away our shots. <laughs> <laughs> so, good point. Hayes realizes. We're going to remain at DEFCON 3 until the rest of the countries that currently know about the Stargate program that shit may go down. Yep. And Hayes is going to prepare... His Independence Day speech. I'm thinking he's going to watch Independence Day for tips yeah. on how that speech should oh, yeah. go. A little bit. Yeah. He may even glean a little bit yeah. from it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's allowed to. Because today will no longer be known as American holiday. Yeah. <laughs> it was the day the nation cried out in one voice. We yeah. will not so quietly into the night. <laughs> you watch that and then you watch Mars Attacks and see what yeah. not to do. We will not surrender. <laughs> so back in the engine room of the ship. Jack takes Sam's Zat gun and it basically finishes the engine hack to go into turbo mode. Um, he basically just super supercharged the crystals. He supercharged the yeah. engines. And Sam tells him that Jack should know that General Hammond mm. authorized her to take command of the team if she felt she needed to. Yeah. And I'm like, is Jack just 
Is General Hammond technically still your commanding officer? <laughs> I feel like it's not something that happened as they left the gate. It was no. something that once upon a time, while they were having beers. <laughs> yeah. Hammond's like, hey, take the team. But it's it's just more and of... she's like, I can't. I can't take the team. It's Jack's team. He's like, hey, look at me. Look at me. I love you. You are captain take, now. Take it. Take it. Do not and he throw like, away your like, shot. Like taps his, drunkenly taps his beer against her face. It's like, you take it. I can't even imagine. You take it. A drunk Hammond. I want, but it's like that drunk uncle drunk. Like they're kind of just a little more wild than usual. And so he's just kind of like tapping her with his beer. Like, like you. Somehow I imagine that no, like alcohol doesn't affect Hammond. I don't know. I feel like it does, but in like the best way. <laughs> Either that or eventually he just saw, starts singing like classic uh, mountain Appalachia songs. But that's what I mean. He's in that space by now. Yeah. And mind you, this is late into the night. This is after <laughs> Daniel's been dancing. Oh, Because I think Daniel dances. Out. Yeah, he's pat well <laughs> into like REM sleep. He like Ross like Ross Geller dances. Yeah, like some, there's some very like somehow there's a tie around his forehead even though no one's wearing ties or he, or he found something in Jack's <laughs> closet to be like can I borrow this <laughs> and Jack's like yeah you can have it or it's like an old military like vest or something something yeah. tactical although now I just want to see him in the ducky tie from How I Met Your Mother <laughs> that could happen too um but yeah like it's yeah. well beyond this time yeah well beyond this I mean even Teok's like passed out with an empty box of donuts he's still holding the box <laughs> it's just he's just donut drunk and then yeah yeah and then jack fell asleep in the lazy boy watching simpsons he's just like snoring with his it's chin on his... silent it's just because he knows all the words yeah, to all the episodes yeah and so the only two awake are sam because sam can hold her liquor but she's also not as drunk as her she because, just wouldn't drink as no, much because she's like these are all like the two of my superior officers and they're drinking and i don't want to make an ass of myself she's like i'm gonna have a couple of good so solid drinks it looks like she has a gin and tonic it's just tonic yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> and and hammond's like screw it like he's gone through like a, like a like a 24 pack on his own of, of something Guinness. yeah yeah of whatever he drinks <laughs> he actually brought some moon he has some moonshine in the car yeah yeah, yeah that too <laughs> he brought the moonshine out yeah because he makes it at home. And I feel like when he's... His he's, dad he's drunk him. enough to, like, eat a bag of Doritos with just, like, shoving his hand in the bag. Like, that's where he is. So he's got, like, cheese the fingers. The problem is, is I'm imagining Hammond with cheese fingers now. Isn't that the best idea? Hammond cheese fingers. <laughs> Hammond of cheese finger. Now, would he be a Doritos person or he'd be a Cheetos person? Oh, um... I think... I want to say Doritos. Old school Doritos. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it is Texas, so he may have gotten into, like, the add a little lime, <laughs> add a little hot sauce. The flaming hot Cheetos. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. No. His bowels are far too old for that. <laughs> Let's talk more about Hammond's bowels. Am I drunk? What's happening? <laughs> you don't even have any booze in your coffee. <laughs> no. Don't. Do you had one sip of mine. That's I probably did. what it was. I'm good. I'm set. <laughs> one sip of scotch. Yeah, one sip. Um, so anyway, <laughs> over the, was it one sip ahead of the bread line? <laughs> one sip ahead of the bread line. <laughs> one sip. I think I'll, I'll take a stroll around the block. Okay. Don't fall on your face, Grace. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Jack is like, "Look, Sam, I'm going to make this easy for yeah. you. I resign." Yeah. 
You're in charge. Ta-da! Uh, and, and Sam then says, well, at your house, when I was there, and before Daniel and Teal showed up, I was going to say... And Jack's like, I know. <laughs> no, let her say! And then they, they kiss. And then they kissed. And kiss. then they kissed, even though we didn't see it. They yeah, did. They secretly kissed. They did. It was totally Behind, like backlit by crystals. Uh huh. They kissed, and they. But uh, Sam hurt her hands on the super hot crystals, and then and then and then Han, the, I mean Jack, came over to like massage yeah. it. And in the background, the song "Dream We Were" played. <laughs> Dream we because it's got to be something like what? Why this song? <laughs> I believe we can make it through the night. <laughs> that's that's the song. I love it. I want it. I need it to be the truth. Oh. <laughs> How cool so- is that? Jack and Sam's song is Dreamweaver. <laughs> For many reasons. One, it's like, yes, girl of his dreams. Uh-huh. Guy of her dreams. Yeah. Two, I believe I can make it through the night. That is every episode. Oh, it completely is. Every episode, it's like, hey, can we survive this thing? And even if it's not actually night, they're in space and uh-huh. it's dark. Yep, and it's no always one, night. No one can hear you kiss. And... <laughs> In space, no one can hear you kiss. That is officially the AKA of this episode. <laughs> In space, uh, no. no one can hear you kiss. Wait, does that mean no one can hear you fart? Yeah. Oh. I mean, they might be able to smell it. Like, that can travel. That's fair. That doesn't need sound I waves. wonder if you can see it. No, I don't think so. Okay. Because uh, I don't know if you ever saw, but Mythbusters had a test where they tried to see if you could see a fart on a um, heat on oh, a heat camera. You? No, you can't. Dang. You can't. But damn it, they were hoping you could. <laughs> to be fair, I was hoping you could. That th- I would love to know if. It However, can Adam got to build a fart machine. So <laughs> you mean he didn't just fart into it? <laughs> well, there was. He was hoping to. He drank a bunch of pop, but he was worried. And so if they wouldn't be able to perform on cue, well, so then yeah, he built a course. fart machine. Sometimes you can't. Look, all you got to do sometimes is eat a little cheese. Just eat some cheese. Just eat a some lot chili. Cheese. Yeah, good. You're good. <laughs> so on Anubis's mothership. <laughs> There's a reason the some first, nights everybody gets a dairy pill the at D&D. <laughs> the first prime parts. I mean, <laughs> he comes in and tells them that Earth uh, hasn't really put up a challenge of their advanced forces yet. And mm. Anubis tells them to attack. Dun, dun, dun. So SG-1 ship arrives at the planet and doesn't look good. This entire planet is covered in lava. No, I mean, they're like, look, there's nothing but lava and like two the- guys fighting with lightsabers over there. <laughs> um, maybe we shouldn't land here. Oh, that I mean, guy just lost his limbs. <laughs> Literally, the floor is made of lava. Yeah. <laughs> the worst, the hardest game of the floor is lava they ever. landed literally on Mustafar. Expert levels, floor is lava. Uh, they try to get the high grounds. <laughs> this, this joke has been done we're sure a million times bear with us this is our first time do we care probably not um expert levels of the floor is lava. <laughs> so anyway daniel's like how could there ever be a civilization down there and i'm like daniel you know better than that yeah. come on you're an archaeologist come on dum-dum <laughs> uh, Sam points out that the sun is red giant, which means that isn't helping the situation. And a million years ago, that sun would look like ours because ours will go red giant, too. Um, and they're basically a million years too late, they ask. <laughs> they all looked at Jack expectantly and Jack's like, why are you looking at me? I'm not the boss. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Literally, I don't know what's yeah, going on. I don't know why we're here. 
Uh, and Braytech scans a planet. No one has any idea what they're looking for, including Jack still, uh, which annoys everyone, including Jack. <laughs> he doesn't even know why they're here. Yeah. Subconsciously, he must know, though. And since he did pack hazmat suits, uh, he must have known this planet was shit. <laughs> yeah. So Sam's like, sit down, shut up, and turn your mind off, and point us where we're supposed to go. Yeah. That's an order. Ta-da! And everyone eyebrows, and Sam's like, what the fuck did I just do? I... I'm- I that what? Po- that power felt weird, but good inside. But I liked it. Yeah. So Sam or Jack sits down. I feel like once Sam moves through her reluctance, yeah, she will really enjoy oh, power. She's gonna super <laughs> enjoy the power. So Jack sits down and is like Teonas in the ancient lazy boy. Not yet. Oh, okay. Uh, and he happens. Oh to, right, they're still on the ship. Yeah, he happens to zoom in on this little bubble, this little pimple on the planet. It's a perfectly formed <laughs> half sphere of molten rock. Well, they're about to pop it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they're, they're like, maybe there was a force field protecting a city. Hmm. It's too small to be a city, though, and there's no energy readings. They're guessing maybe the shield failed, and now it's just a, a empty pimple. Sure. Yeah. So back in the Oval Office, Maynard tells Hayes that they have the captain of the Spewit. Spewit? Spewit. Uh, a destroyer in the Nimitz battle group. And he, the captain says that he saw a... Beam shoot out of the sky without warning, and immediately the Nimitz was up in a fireball. Yeah, it's done. Uh, and while they're on the phone, another cruiser gets blown away the same way, and then they lose contact. The radio goes dead, and Maynard's like, that was one gold ship in less than five minutes. This is very much feels like out of West Wing. Is it, I think there's an episode of West Wing where he's on the phone I think with these kids that are possibly dying. Well, I think... I could be wrong, and I know the exact episode yeah. you're talking about. I think they're in the middle of a hurricane. <gasps> That's right, and they're kind of trapped. They're stuck. They tried to go around the hurricane, and the hurricane changed paths. Yeah, and, and they're sort of them. stuck in this hurricane. Yep. I think that's what's going on. I know the exact episode. Yeah, you're talking but anyway, about. it's giving me like you know colors of that. Yeah. Um, so the USS Nimitz is a supercarrier mm-hmm. and one of the largest warships in the entire world. Wow. Um, it, she was commissioned May 3rd, 1975, named after World War II Pacific Fleet Commander Chester Nimitz. Okay. Now, if that man's not meant to be a commander, Chester nobody is. Chester Nimitz. Chester fucking Nimitz? Yeah. My name is Chester. Imagine, imagine meeting a three-year-old named Chester Nimitz. It's like, this motherfucker's in charge. Well, it's just like Dick Army. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> come on. Yeah. <laughs> Chester Nimitz is a man in charge. I feel yes. like Chester Nimitz could be eating Cheez-Its as a four-year-old, and you're like, that kid's going somewhere. He's going. He's going yeah. places. <laughs> um, he So when the Enterprise was decommissioned in 2017, mm-hmm. um, she is now the oldest aircraft carrier in the service. <laughs> you said Enterprise, and that's not what I thought of. <laughs> the Enterprise oh, yeah. has been ships before uh, it was a like, spaceship. Wah, wah, wah? Yeah. My brain had to do like a little I a actually, record scratch. Um, so before the ships are decommissioned, they do go out of service. And mm-hmm. so we were actually coming in on a cruise mm-hmm. and we're pretty sure we saw a carrier because we were going up um, the Chesapeake. Yeah. And we saw a carrier as we're, we were still not in the Chesapeake yet as we were approaching mm-hmm. um, from the Atlantic. And we saw a carrier go out and we could tell with our binoculars and with the zooms on our cameras that it was the Enterprise oh, because cool. it had a very distinct distinctive square tower on it. Okay. Um, and we're pretty sure it was the Enterprise leaving its home base for the last time. Got it. Got it. It was kind of cool. Huh. Um, but she, yeah, she's the oldest carrier in service right now. And currently the Nimitz is the flagship of Carrier Strike Group 11, which formed actually right after 
this oh, that's episode. Cool. Yeah. Nice. So they normally travel and they're sort of rotating, but they with a couple destroyers. Like there's a whole little fleet that travels yeah, together yeah. all the time. So. Got it. And that was just destroyed in five minutes. I mean, that's just to show you the scope of what we're dealing yes. with. Yeah. That's yes. our biggest, baddest motherfucker, and he's gone. Yeah. So back in the cargo area of the ship, uh, the team... Before we get on planet, I have to share that I relate to this feeling so much. Yeah. That at some point, Sam's explaining why it sucks that they're late and telling Daniel, hey, dummy, this is what happens. So, and then Daniel goes, so basically we're a million years late. Uh And I was like, oh, that's me. I'm a (laughs) million... Every day. A million years late. So can I... uh, So basically they're running on grace time. They're running on grace time. So I just need to tell you... (laughs) This story of, I went over to Grace's house yesterday, and it was an event that did not have a specific start time. No. It was not a specific start time. Yes. But of course, I went, what time should I be there? Yeah. And you're like, 9.30, come before, come after, whatever. But that's a time to come. Uh And I had to stop by the post office because holidays. And because I didn't leave the house until nine o'clock and then I got there and then there was a line and I got, I think nine 40 mm-hmm. and in the entire rest of the ride over, I'm like, fuck, I'm late. Fuck. I'm late yeah. to graces. Fuck. Meanwhile, I'm late to graces. Meanwhile, there was literally no specific time to come. No, no. And you're like the second person there. I'm like, everyone's not even here, dude. <laughs> but in my head, someone yeah. told me <laughs> to be in a place at a specific time. You run on military time. <laughs> I run on Grace time. <laughs> Which is why whenever we're going to leave somewhere, I give Grace at least a half hour. Yeah. I need that window. Um, someone once showed me, and I wish I could find it again. You know, like those, the Catholic, like, votive, ca- the oh, candles yeah. that yeah, have, yeah, like, yeah. a saint on them. Uh-huh. And there's one, a fake one of, like, Our Lady of Perpetual Tardiness. <laughs> I need that. I need that. At this point, prayer may be my only hope. <laughs> Just put a time lord anyway, on it. I just really like. Lo- yes, I really loved it. Oh, Our Lady of Perpetual Tardiness, and we'll put the new doctor on there. The Tardis on it. Oh, that's good too. Yes. No, it's just My Lady of Perpetual Tardis. <laughs> that's done. <laughs> Guess who just figured out a pod card? <laughs> Our Lady of Perpetual Tardis. <laughs> um, so anyway, they they. Get on their hazmat gear. Braytech found a good place to crack through to penetrate the crust. <laughs> and are we not doing phrasing anymore? Because Braytech says penetrate the crust. I mean, not when ba- Braytech. I'm not messing with Braytech. I'm not fucking you? with Braytech, but phrasing. Yeah. So uh, Teal'c and Deeds, mm-hmm. and they and they ring down. The place looks creepy. There's yeah. radiation. They just broke the integrity of the structure then when they ring down. So they're like, let's speed through this. <sighs> yeah, hurry. Let's, uh, yeah. Let's uh, go. Things are, th- yeah, things are not looking good. Let's not be here any longer than no. we need to. So eventually they come across this structure that looks very ancient-y. Mm-hmm. Um, but the place doesn't really have any power. And Sam doesn't know about anyone else, but she's really hoping this is not the Lost City. Yeah, because then it's gone. It's kind of dumb. Yep. So Jack heads to a giant throne-like chair that starts to go blue when he sits I'm gonna down. I'm going to go with Ancient Lazy Boy. Ancient Lazy Boy. He sits down the Ancient Lazy Boy. Uh-huh. Um, and power turns on, including a force field. With the squishy, the squishy thing. The squishy pad. That squishy pad looks so much fun. The stress reliever pad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they have they have um, breathable air, so oh, everyone yeah. takes their helmets off. 
Next thing Jack does um, is pull the recliner back, reclines in the Lazy Boy, yeah. and pulls up a holographic map of the galaxy. Mm-hmm. And then it has all the plants the ancients colonized. And then it zooms into the solar system. Right. And then it zooms into Earth. Yeah. Let me let me pause here for a minute. Yeah. Because Sam does a thing that's adorable, but also like, Sam, give us some credit. Yeah. Where she goes, that's our solar system. Really? Well, Sam, there's the one that we'll know. <laughs> and that's the one. <laughs> I think, to be fair, I don't think she's doing that as in a... Let me explain to you guys. Yeah. I think she's doing it more of, what the fuck? Why are you showing us our solar system? Yeah, no, it's adorable. It, yeah, yeah, and it is. It's adorable. And it's like, it's the one I know. <laughs> Let me say it. <laughs> like, I feel like if I were Daniel, I'd be like, because yeah, I mean, I knew that one. <laughs> Let me have one. <laughs> and they're like, Jack, why are you showing us our own planet? And this is where Grace lost her shit the first time. Because he says Terra Atlantis. And that's when I lost my mind. <laughs> Lost city is on Earth. The lost city of Atlantis. Yep. And uh, he zooms into Antarctica and he says, Subo, Subo Glacius. Yeah. Under the ice. That fountain feels good to me. And this is where also we saw Aquaman last night and we're like, we know where Atlantis is. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, I think that was one of like boyfriend Jesse's critiques. And he's like, you can't really tell where under the oceans it everything is. And we're like, don't no, you not supposed you to. You don't need to. And I know where it is because reasons. <laughs> Because Stargate told me. They're under Antarctic ice. Oh, to be fair, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. Um, um, I do want to take a moment yeah. and discuss here. So uh, one of the last classes, one of our for fun moments that we had in, in school, semester just ended, everybody. So Grace is back to being a, a mostly human. Um, we had a, a day of like, hey, let's just kind of take a minute to breathe yeah. and like have a conversation. So we played a, 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 a clip from Forrest Gump yeah. where Forrest decides to run. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And so he's got these followers and it's like, is Forrest a leader here? Is why, why is he doing it? Why are people uh, following him? Yeah. Um, why does this matter? Like, why, how is he a leader? And it's like, and so we had this back and forth conversation that was really fun where we're like, well, he's not selling anything. There's no particular message. He's not asking people to join him. He's just doing what he needs to do next. But so is, and so, and so the question was like, is he a leader or is he just being a person and people happen to to like what he's doing um and i feel like in this moment jack touches on those same things yes did did you make it so i the dog was whining so i went to give her food while grace was talking and like covering like we're pro podcasters or something <laughs> and then i came back and i tried to be all smooth and then i sat on the Wrong. i sat on the arm thing of the chair cool that'll do it <laughs> but anyway <laughs> anyway it's the same idea with jack here like jack doesn't even know what he's doing no but the whole team still follows Yes. It's like helmets go on, helmets go on, helmets yeah. go off, helmets go off. Yeah. We're going to this planet, we're going to this planet. Yeah. It's just such a testament to who they are as as natural leaders, as people with a purpose. Well, it's also just the idea of we've been through this before and we also know that Jack doesn't know what he's doing, but what he's doing is good. Right. Well, and that's what I mean. It's, yeah. They know that. They're, it's yeah. just, in, it's now ingrained in them to understand that that's what he's doing. faith. Yes, in, in their leader. In Jack. Dun, dun, and his dun. weirdly being manipulated brain. Okay, that's, so, your, that's your communications corner for the day. Thanks, guys. But then what, what? So the place <laughs> they've been looking for this whole time is under the ice of Antarctica? Dun, dun, dun. Also here, sl- not a spoiler, but 
what we hear her whoa what Words? we hear here uh is the first music cues of atlantis's themes like <gasps> theme but like of their main music i did not know that well you wouldn't <laughs> but <laughs> because it just sounds like stargate music Got it. um but what you hear is the first sort of the first playings of sort of the the motifs that you will hear in atlantis i'm ready I'm okay. ready to Atlanta. We have you, you. You gotta get through the oh, premiere oh. season eight first. Everyone's done. Okay. No. So, um, Jack's like, well, before them, but Sam's like, well, we we came all the way here. Yeah. What, what do you mean the lost city's all the way there? Why did we come here to go back again? Jack's yeah. like, no. And he puts his helmet back on. Everyone's like, put your yep, helmet back yep. on. And Jack heads over to a little point on the dais mm-hmm. on the platform and pops up a little power source, which, again, not a spoiler, but we do la- later learn this is a ZPM or ZPM, depending on what country you're from. Huh. You'll get the full name later. Okay. Well, ZPM, because, like, in other countries, Z is Z. Yeah. 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 No, I got that. Um, I didn't for the longest time. <laughs> and I grew up basically in Canada almost. But yeah. Still didn't get the ZZ thing. And so now I say ZPM for I think reasons I, that you people know. I'll tell you, it's and I, it's very strange, but it's very clear in my memory. I learned that when I was probably, like, 14 or 13 when yeah. I wa- maybe a little older, mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember, but I watched the real world, <laughs> and there was a real world in in, in London, and yes. they and I was like, why do they why do they say it like that? Um, or or maybe it was even the road rules that goes through Australia. Oh yeah, I can imagine. It's it's I'm sure it's a Aussie thing too. So I I was like, oh, got it. That's how they say Z. That's weird. Yeah, got it. Okay. All done. I just, it didn't occur to me. And I just liked the name ZPM until yeah. I went, oh, that's It's Z. a letter. <laughs> I um, love it. But because of who calls it a ZPM, mm-hmm. I like ZPM. All right. Things you'll learn about later. Got it. Um, ready. So then they make their way back out to the ship. Sam's like, we know the location of the lost city. It's on Earth. Let's get out of here. Ta-da. Done. But before they can... Oh boy! Up on the ship, Braytech's about to bring the ship closer to ring him up. But just then, the drama. Dun dun dun! Ronin, it is very soapy. Ro- it's so soap opera. Uh huh. Ronan stabs Braytech right in the symbiote pocket. Good job, dummy. Braytech literally says, "I've been betrayed." Yes. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't, like, throw his hand up on his forehead. Because he is the most warrior soap opera. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. And I love him to death for it. <laughs> yeah. Like, but love him for it. What Ronan doesn't know is that Braytech don't play, motherfucker. He don't play. <laughs> he also didn't got no symbiote anymore. No. Ain't no. gonna kill him. No. Um, I love this part because telling Braytech that he's old and weak. Oh, God. Only... Did you want to die? Against your, yeah. Look, he might have given you mercy before. It's like, oh, really? Be- Motherfucker. You literally see Braytech's eyes harden when he says that. Yeah, he's like, you're dead now. You you almost weren't dead. Look, either way, I was going to win this, but you weren't going to die. Now you're going to die. Ronan is a believer in the one true god, Apophis. Um, and Braytech's like, you should have gone for my heart because now I'm going to kick your ass. Because yeah, now you've broken it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, don't, don't 
don't insult Braytac in the middle no. of a fight. You might that's like in the it's, it's like the, his version of inspiring courage. I'm like it's literally the opposite of inspire yeah. courage. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For you. Yeah. <laughs> Talking shit to Braytac only makes him stronger. You know, that would be really, really interesting if uh-huh. if Inspire Courage was something that someone had to make a check to pass. Oh, yeah. Where if you failed the I check. I think they do. Okay, because yeah. if you if failed the check, then you're not inspiring your people, you're inspiring the other people. Well, no, it's, so the thing is, the creature you cast it on, I think, has to pass a, like, I think it's a wisdom or... Or charisma or okay. some sort of saving. No, I just think that it would be interesting that if you failed, y- yeah, it you're, you bounced to good an enough. enemy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the surface, as she one's getting a little worried because they yeah. haven't seen uh, the rings yet. Hey guys, yeah, I'm waiting for my ride here, Scotty. Hello, Scotty. <laughs> it is very beat me up it's moment. So yeah. beat me up. The fight continues on the ship, and this time Braytek's the one that does the stabbing. Ronan might be younger, but not the wiser. Dun, dun, dun. And just as the dome is collapsing, Braytek rings them up and collapses himself. Yeah. And, like, once they get up there, everyone just stands still for a second. Yeah, I do. I, I, was, I love the ancient ring, like, the elevator buttons yeah. for the rings. It looks very much like my first ancient it's a, play. Uh, like, what is it? Press gold? and play? It's, yeah. yeah, my first gold. Yeah. But it's like, what a great way to learn ancient, where it's like Tara push Tara (laughs) or whatever and push the button you know what I mean like I want that all done um I see it like as a um um the the cow says oh yeah yeah that sort of rotating (laughs) I was thinking very much like uh speak and spell yeah speak and spell yeah um Sam just steps over Braytac. Thankfully, everyone else goes to help him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's actually super worrisome for a second. Yeah. You had a couple... I had a no-dying at the TV moments. Yep. Because you're legit worried that Braytac's going to bite it here. Uh-huh. It's like, this is not good. Because uh, he tells Teal'c it's a battle he cannot win. Um, well, that's the thing. It's like, Braytac is the one telling us. Yeah. And again, there's certain people you just believe when they say things. Yeah. And it's like, oh, that means he's done trying. But um, Jack has some new superpowers. Yeah. He literally lays hands and casts yeah. Cure the Dying. Yeah. Spare the Dying. Yeah. Yeah. Spare the Dying. <laughs> um, yep. He's now, he's leveled up. He's he's a subclass in, uh, Claire, in Healer. Yes. Of some sort. <laughs> <laughs> Bray Tech, uh well he I think more of what he got is they ransacked something and he found a couple uh, scrolls sure uh, spell scrolls that'll work and he's using them here that's <laughs> I think a little more a couple of heels yeah got it do it uh, and Bray Tech's pain starts fading <laughs> perfect time to use those spell scrolls if you have them uh, and instead Jack collapses for half a second after that because he's used all his life force um, he doesn't say anything and it's sort of from this point on Jack is done talking. Like, he's no longer... He understands you. Yeah. He no longer can word. I think, yeah, he's beyond words now. Yeah. Um, Yowza. Could you imagine if I went beyond words? I don't know what anyone would do. Um, I don't know what your brain would be doing at that brain point. It would be like, ah! Collapsing in itself. It would be like the brain that we see at the end of Inside Out. That's the little boy's brain. Oh, yeah. That's just, like, freaking the fuck out. That's the brain that we would see. It'd just be like, I don't know. I don't know what's happening. I don't know what to do. All the things. All the things. All the things. <laughs> all the thingy thingies. All the thingy thingies. Okay, so. Uh, <laughs> I don't know where that 
came from. It's fun times. Um, so Daniel's guesses that Jack's condition is a little more advanced than the last time, you think? <laughs> and Braytech is uh, once more in Jack's debt, and they're on their way back to Earth. So back in the Oval Office, they're, disc- they're discussing what to do next. And just then Anubis holographs his way on in. Yeah. And they don't know it's a hologram for a hot minute, so the Secret Service just comes in and starts shooting up the Oval Office. (laughs) Okay, yeah, let's just, like, duck and cover and just shoot at everything. Uh That's a great answer to stuff. Well, they don't know it's not actually Anubis. Yeah. And it's the president and all the important people and... I guess that's what you would do in an emergency. It is. But also, I'm like, oh, the Resolute Desk. <laughs> don't don't shoot all the things. Who else only knows about the Resolute Desk from National Treasure? Uh, I barely know what that is. And I think it's because of National, National Treasure, Treasure and yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I know. But yeah, that's the first time I heard about it. Because anyway. Reasons. Yeah. Um, introductions are sort of made. Anubis gives no shits about any of it. (laughs) Just bow down before your god. Yeah. And Hayes doesn't think so. Uh, no. Hayes is willing to discuss Anubis's surrender. Mm -hmm. The balls on that man. Yeah, because he's one nervy motherfucker. You know what? If there is nothing that embodies the American spirit (laughs) more... It's this right here. It's this, like, (laughs) fuck you... Come at me, bro. Come at Hold my drink. We're like, like, we're, I think America's a Gryffindor. It's yeah. sometimes not always using the brain first, but it's like, it's all courage. Yeah. It's all courage. It's just, this is where we live now. You know, yeah. And in times where it's hard to feel like you're yeah. proud of things that are American, it's like, something about that is very American. Extremely. Yeah. It's like, fuck it. There's a way to get through this and I'm going to do it. Yep. <laughs> I, I like it. Yeah. I like it. Um... <laughs> So there's they trade some more barbers back and forth, and eventually Anubis disappears. And Hayes is like, "Is that too much?" Yeah, take a little overboard. I do love the line, "One nation among many." Yes, that's it's just a really nice. We are one nation nice, among many. Tight yeah. to the point. Yep, and it just comes off. It just rolls off the tongue. It, One nation among many. It's it's really nice. Yeah, it's just kind of because it fits with like the pledge too, and it just is anyway. Yeah. So we see then a whole fuck ton of ships coming out of hyperspace yeah, on, the, moon, on yep. the dark side of the moon. Yeah. Pink Floyd is playing as they come out of hyperspace. Yeah. Uh, General Jumper reports in that all the ships are coming. All of them. Um, three if by. Space. One if by land, two if by sea. Three if by space. Three if by space. Um. (laughs) Clearly Anubis didn't buy any of that. (laughs) No. So Kinsey immediately suggests heading to the Alpha site. Mm -hmm. Save his own ass. Because he's like a piece of shit coward. He's like, go ahead. Yeah. I'm going to stay here and like handle shit. Talk about not embodying that American spirit. Yeah, no, really. Uh, Hayes is staying. Kinsey leaves. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one who leaves. Yeah. Good riddance. Bye. Yeah. No one else cares. <laughs> Everyone else They're is like, like, finally. Yeah, get him, just get him the fuck out of here so we can get our jobs done. And Hayes has another job for him. You know what they're like since we we have a relation in Gilmore Girls? Yes. There's an episode it's where... It's been a long time since we've had a Gilmore Girls reference. It's okay. It ties back, though. Yes. TJ. Yeah. Who, who we know is a Deloise brother. Yes, he is. TJ decides that he wants to help when they're reworking, when they're working on Lorelai's house. And he's the fake contractor that they pay because he's he's married 
to Luke's sister. Yep. And so they're like, look, I just give him jobs to keep him busy and get him the fuck out of my hair. Exactly. And, and Tom, the actual contractor, is like, the other day I sent him to go find some fucking wrench. <laughs> like four counties away. It kept it kept him out of here the entire day. It was fucking it's great. It's yeah. great. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's what you did to me yesterday with Stormy. Yeah. <laughs> Not really, but but it was very nice. It was more like let's get Stormy out of here. It was so they're like re-screening in a porch, and it started raining out, and I had to go try on my wedding dress later in the day. So they're like, let's not let Nixie. You in go the rain. inside now. Bye. She. Yeah. It's like don't water the gremlins after midnight. Yeah. Don't water the Nixie before she tries her so wedding I was dress like, on. You take the Stormy so that I don't have wet yeah. dog. So I just sat and styled with Stormy and like was a Stormy whisperer. Yeah. And it had him sleeping. I was massaging his ears. It was a really good time. So just go send Nixie and Stormy away so they're not here. He loved it. I loved it. Nixie loved it. And we all were able to work without a I little watched, boy trying to sniff on everything. I Gilmore Girls and playing with the dog and didn't have to do work. And, I mean. And, and the, the patio looks fabulous. <laughs> okay, so... Hayes is another job for Hammond. Yes. It's awesome. <gasps> dun, dun, so, dun. in hyperspace, Jack is working on something at the transporter rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's gone, again, past the talking stage. So, yeah. when Tilk starts coming in, we have the two least talkery people <sighs> on this entire ship. And he wants to tell Jack something. And Jack just reaches out. Oh, God. This point. his face. I'm not crying. This part was very sweet. And they both nod. And no words need to be there was spared. It was an I love you, man, solely. It was it was by ice. The bros. Yeah. The bro love between these two. Words that need to be say, they know. Mm-hmm. So back in the Oval no Office. Words. Apparently, uh, for two hours now, Anubis has been taking up power grids, TV, any broadcast. So the shit's actually hit the fan on Earth. Could you imagine what... Just think about that for half a second. Yeah. If what would happen... And the panic level that would be created if suddenly there was no broadcast, there was no internet, there yeah. was no TV signal, there's no radio signal, yeah, probably so no cell phone signal. It would take a it would take a while. If two hours is enough time, because here's how it would go down: you would you would first you'd notice your power was out. Let's say you're just home. Yeah. You notice the power's out and you're like, okay, well, this sucks. The power's out. Yeah. You can't turn on the TV. Yep. You do that for like five, ten minutes and you're like, well, let me use my phone. Yeah. And then you take a minute on your phone and you're like, weird, I can't There's search. Nothing there. There's nothing there. Like, yeah. okay, something must have hit our, our, our phone tower as yeah. well. But then you try to call a friend. Yep. And you're like, no one's. Nothing is available. Because then you'd still be able to get on the Internet. Yeah. But you there's no think, Internet. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would be scary times. You try to turn on the radio? Two hours is enough time to drive to a friend's house and then be like, yeah, no, we're fucked. Everyone's boned. There's no radio. Yeah. Yep. You can't pull up any TV signal, even if you have... This is when you start packing all of your shit. Yeah. Yeah. And heading to the mountains as if it was deep impact. Yeah. Yeah. My first thought is zombies, but that works too. You know, everyone has a zombie game plan. Yep. Yep. Um... Ours, just not to share too much, it involves a sailboat. Uh-huh. There you go. If we have to steal it, that's fine. Not everyone's going to be at the dock. Yeah. The first thing I'm doing is raiding pharmacies. <laughs> well, raid pharmacies, but then we can get a big enough... There's easy yeah. to get a sailboat to fit all six of us yeah. on. No, but that's my that's, yeah, yeah. that's my job. Yeah. <laughs> raid pharmacies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we're going to get meet us because we're going to get a sailboat. All yep. six of us, we're going to head out. Yeah. We'll be fine. All the pups and we're done. Yeah. We need a really big sailboat. 
Six people, three yeah, dogs. We'll be fine. We'll it's be great. It's going to be fine. Uh, we're going to fish for all our food. We'll take turns swimming if we need to. <laughs> um, and so Hayes didn't get to do a speech. And for the moment, the public, the cover story, if they can get it out, is a meteor shower. Yikes. Yeah. It's almost like a weird blessing in disguise that they can't broadcast. Exactly. Um, and they go to DEFCON 1 and they launch the Prometheus. Yeah. That's bad times. DEFCON 1 is not good times. No. Um, so... They go back to the SGC. Mm-hmm. Um, Kinsey is already there. Of course. Um, signing He's some close. shit and running away to the alpha site. Um, Weir has called him a coward. Uh-huh. Because he is. Yep. Uh, and he says that someone has to ensure the survival of the human race. Oh. oh I can't even get the line out. Ugh. And the American way of ugh, Gross. life. So not you. Especially when he's like, oh, if you survive, you can come through. And literally, even if the survival of the human race depended on it, not even if Kinsey was the last man on Earth. No, no. Well, and yeah, it's like, so the best answer there is like, someone needs to go keep the the American way. It's like, yeah, so who's going to do that? Because it's clearly not you because you're gross. Yeah. Um, yeah, he goes into full gross old man mode, which is really disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. Yeah. The power goes out mm-hmm. and like the gate shuts down. All the lights goes down. Weir's like close, shut down the iris manually. Everyone goes into lockdown mode. Uh, and Kinsey's just like, open the Stargate. We need to get out of here. And Weir's like, did you not just fucking see all the it's lights like, go nah, out? Nah, dude. Yeah. Um, and the place starts to shake more. There was a nuke or something or worse that was set off on top of the mountain. Kinsey starts demanding to get out of here. And Weir's like, fuck off. Yeah. Find your own way. Yeah. You're um, not going through here because we're done with you. Kinsey doesn't care that they get a message from SG-1 that's not coming through the gate. And then there is a phone call in mm-hmm. Weir's office between Weir and, and the Oval Office. Kinsey's there as well. Weir wants to know, like, knows the Prometheus can't win against the whole fleet, mm-hmm. but hopefully can get SG-1 some more time. Kinsey tries breaking into this and saying, oh, this is all cray-cray, and I'm going to take over command of the SGC. I'm relieving uh, Weir. You don't really get to make that call. Weir starts talking, too, and Yezus just tells the, just yells to shut the fuck up. <laughs> Doesn't actually say fuck, but you yeah. can feel that's yeah. what he wanted to say. And he goes, not Weir. You, Kinsey. You dumb shit, yeah. And he goes, consider your resignation accepted. (laughs) I love this part. It's like the most satisfying part of the whole episode. Yeah. (laughs) And he's like, I have enough to have you shot. Like, I literally have enough to have you marched out, drawn in quarter, and shot in the town hall for treason. Yeah. Yeah. And then Kinsey leaves, and we all rejoice. Yay. Well, I feel like just that alone, it's like, look, if we all die, at least we got rid of this motherfucker. Exactly. So Kinsey tries to, like, puff up his feathers, but uh-huh. he's just fucking gone. He's yeah. done. Bye. We don't care. Everyone can get down. Let's get down to business <laughs> to defeat yeah. the ghoul. I like how we come back to that song, I think, every episode. There's no way not to, because we're always getting down to business to defeat the ghoul. We every are. single time. It's might as well be our theme song at yep. this point. It's just the new Stargate theme song. Yep, done. <laughs> Meanwhile, we see what Hammond's new assignment is. The best thing ever! Commander of Prometheus. Yeah. Um, I don't think 
we ever see him more satisfied no than when he's in that chair it's like he just got a new toy yep which he kind of did as far as he's concerned yeah <laughs> and uh and and they launch and uh Walter is also there and you let out a giant squeal. Something about Walter being there made me so happy, especially after those, um, the episode with Sal Rubinick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. he was like, hey, you know, I push the buttons. <laughs> I answer the thing. I push the buttons. I'm grateful to have a job. You know, it may not be the most exciting job, but it's my job. And I'm kind of here doing this thing. And that's fine. It's how I do the things. So for him, to see someone who's like so dedicated to doing the work, yeah, and just a good guy, who clearly wants a little more, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he's very grateful to have his job. Yep, to have him get to do something is cool as be on the Prometheus. Well, Hammond's like, I mean, I'll go, but I'm gonna need my right hand. I'm man. taking my guy. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna need my right hand man. Right. <laughs> Can I be really second for just a millisecond? Okay. So on the ship, um, on SG-1's ship, Daniel comes out from the cargo area. Apparently, Jack is modifying the rings so they can bore through ice. That um, should be fun. And to get past Anubis, they're going to exit hyperspace as close to the atmosphere as humanly possible. Or as Jafali-ly possible. <laughs> Jafali-ly? <laughs> Jafali-ly possible. Got it. I'm there. Uh, to bypass all the enemy ships. They come out of hyperspace... And, like, Teal'c is trying to pull up as hard as he can and to not crash into the planet. And he just barely makes it, as you'd expect. <laughs> yeah. This um, one is fun. And so at this point, what we're getting to here, it feels like the ice planet from... Hoth. From Star Wars Hoth? No, not Hoth. Oh, okay. The new one. The one with the ice foxes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, I forget Which is the name why of the I planet. can't remember the name of the planet. I don't remember the name like, of the planet right now either. <laughs> Give me some credit. I know Hoth. <laughs> but I'm just waiting to see ice foxes. If ice... Ice fo- but the thing is, is I don't know if those were ice foxes. I think they were crystal foxes. Were they crystal? Yeah, because I, guess I they don't could be. know if that's ice on that planet. Oh, I could be. It's 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 not. That's exactly... true. There's a lot of like the weird red sand and yeah. I don't yeah. think it. I think that was actually salt. You're From right. what they said, I think it was like salt. You're and right. And so I think they're like crystal foxes. Got it. Yeah, they actually have a name. I don't care. They're crystal name foxes. Is crystal foxes. So. They um they pull up. They don't crash into the planet. Uh, Jack gets up from what he was doing and replaces Teal to navigate to wherever they're supposed to be going to. Yeah. Uh, and yes, Anubis <laughs> noticed that SG One's flying around down there. Damn it! Damn it! Damn it! And their ship finds the spot they need. They start boring and melting the ice. And since Anubis noticed, forces are coming. They're going to be here they in use thirty seconds. The boring company. They did use the boring company to help them bore. I still can't decide whether I love that name or hate that name. <laughs> it's kind of both. I, it's very much both. Yeah. <laughs> it's both genius as a name and also makes me want to slap the someone. The dumbest thing, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, there's many reasons why you want to slap Elon That's Musk. Fair. Yeah. He's very slappable. <laughs> He's so slappable. <laughs> it's, the, it's the same way how I don't know how I feel about The Boring Company. I also don't know how I feel about Elon Musk. That's I'm really like, what it you is. You are such an idiot tool bag, but you're also stupidly a visionary and it's, I hate you it's for almost it. like if you, you thank gosh he's as smart as he is because otherwise someone you, you would just be um, the most unlikable supervillain in the world he, he's 
about half a millimeter away from supervillain. All it'll take is one bad something to turn him into supervillain. No, what it is is he just has to lose his hair. Yeah. He's one shave away from being a supervillain. It's like one one thing, one tragic moment Uh or one shaving of the head away. Yeah. So, um, meanwhile... More ships are coming from the opposite direction. Mm-hmm. So we have ships coming at this one little scout ship from both directions. Yeah. But one side dun, aren't dun, Gould. Dun. As the Gould forces come in and about to swarm this poor little scout ship, they're fired on. Because from the other direction is a whole squadron of F-302s. It's him and to the rescue! And Prometheus. Yeah. That just kind of zooms in and just sits itself as a protective it's little like mama bear over the little scout ship. In any way possible, Hammond is always there to protect his team. Yes. And it's like, sometimes you gotta roll up your sleeve well, and get up in there. And that's why I love when when later on, in, in like half a second, when, when Sam is so happy to hear from Hammond because it's like, she doesn't question, oh, why yeah. is Hammond on Prometheus? Nope. Or a surprise. It's just because it's Hammond he's going to fucking cover their six no matter yeah, what. no matter because how. Because he is Papa, he's a mama bear yeah. and a papa bear package yep. yeah. to protect <laughs> the younglings. Yep. <laughs> Always. Um, also, can you just imagine the rush that those pilots have? Because this is the first time they've gotten to fly those ships beyond just like test flights and moving those around. Those guys are moving on nothing but adrenaline. The the squadron leader, yeah, the, nothing but adrenaline. It's ha- just yeah. like this is the greatest fucking moment of my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Nothing will ever make me as happy as this moment here. Yeah, yeah. It's. I mean, first of all, they've got to think. They're got to be. The, they're the top shits in the air force mm-hmm. because they get to fly the experimental secret space planes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I couldn't even begin to imagine what that's like. Well, I mean, I'm imagining the top one is Maverick from Top Gun. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yep. And Go because on. it's my own head, Goose is right there. Behind <laughs> oh him. yeah, he's he made it through. He made it through. <laughs> um. I'm both excited and not excited for the Top Gun movie when it comes out. The sequel. There's a Top Gun movie? Oh, you didn't know that they're making a sequel to Top Gun. I feel like I might have and then forgot. They're making a sequel to Top Gun. Starring Tom Cruise. He's a... Look, Tom Cruise is insane. He is. But the man is so much fun to watch. He is so much fun to watch. So I'm in. I'm um, so let's see what it is. I'm pretty sure I've told on this podcast already my w- weirdly obsessive love for Top Gun at a way too early age. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. So I I'm never, yeah. super excited it will be their nice. opening day. Done. Done. I sadly do not still have my Top Gun hat. Oh. <laughs> Um, but I will still go in Air Force gear just to satisfy that five-year-old I like theme. it. I like it. Well, you yeah. should. Yeah. We'll go in our Stargate costumes. Yes. To the Top Gun premiere. You know, it'll be time for me to properly Velcro that jacket that you lent me. <laughs> that I'm just going to hang in my closet forever. On, yeah. It's so <laughs> fine. Um, anyway, so yeah. Uh, just Hammond's there. The Prometheus is there. We have epic. It's not even a space belt, but this epic vault. Just the coolest... <laughs> fight thing 
it's just it's oh, just good times. so good yeah um and sg1 heads down um because they couldn't ring through a mile of ice but now they can ring down and jack moves all the contraptions that he was working on off the ring platform on the bridge of prometheus all the 302s at this point have spent all of their ordnance yeah, but because up. the prometheus is taking up so much damage they can't bring the 302s on prometheus so they're gonna have to head out to mcmurdo yeah um which is our base down yep. there in antarctica yep. And mean, meanwhile, Prometheus is taking all this damage. They have to head off to recharge those shields. Hammond's like, we're not fucking moving We're not yet. going anywhere. Yeah. This, yeah, we're going to... This is. This may be suicide mission, yeah. but we're protecting Well, this, this is team. suicide mission option one. It's like, keep SG team <laughs> safe. <laughs> so the team finally rings down. It looks very ancient-y down there. And yeah. they're weirdly taking it very slow for the time crunch that they're yeah, under. Hey, guys, let's uh, pick up the pace a let's, little. Let's uh, step it up. Uh, yeah. Barry Tech flies the scout ship away. Hammond's like, finally we can leave. And yeah. he takes, he tells to take the Prometheus straight to Anubis's mothership. Yowza. Um, which Anubis's people notice. Uh-huh. So down in the ice, Sam's like, oh, this looks vaguely familiar. Yeah. Familiar like the place you were just at on the other planet or familiar like that time that you and Jack were stuck in Antarctica? <laughs> I think a little of both. A little column A. A little, yeah. A little, a little column, column B. B. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's that small indent on the wall, uh-huh. which Jack points, like, goes to, and he says, Dormata. Yeah. Uh, which Daniel translates to sleep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and behind that, in front of a second ancient lazy boy, is Anubis. <laughs> of course, this motherfucker. Which we can imagine now, we can guess this is a hologram again. Yeah. Um, and it's like, how like, many times is he going to use this? Can you're just, all too the times? late. The power of the ancients is mine. And Jack's uh, like, bum, fuck bum. you, you're a hologram. <laughs> just Get walks out, through him. Yeah. <laughs> Jack heads to the platform, the dais, and, and, and Sam hands him the glowing ZPM to replace the dead ZPM that's uh-huh. there. And as he does, two predators ring down. Of course. Because cue, why would it be that easy? Cue epic gunfights. Yep. Um, and so the, the rest of the team is t- taking on the predators from cover and the chair platform lights up and he sort of reclines in the lazy boy. Back into the, the ancient lazy boy. Yep. Up in space, Hammond is aiming his ship directly for Anubis. He's just, yeah, he's just going to barrel through him. Yes. Much, and then take, give him as much damage as he can. So back with issue one, the team takes down one Predator, mm-hmm. maybe a second. Doesn't matter because two more ring down. Yeah. Yeah, um, they're just going to keep, they just keep spawning. <laughs> Jack sits down in the chair, plays with the little jelly pads and mm-hmm. leans back. And Sam's like, anytime, dude. Yeah, come on. Let's, let's uh, speed this up a little. <laughs> up in orbit, Prometheus shields are down. They're out of weapons. Yeah. So Hammond plans on taking the ship right up Anubis's Ooh, ass. Yeah, he's basically just, I'm just going to make a hole in it. It's again, they take it from Independence Day. Yeah. Yeah. When What's-His-Face just flies his plane right up directly in there. up his ass. Yeah. Yep. Way up there. <laughs> way up there, Morty. Yep. <laughs> way up there. So back in the chair, uh, Jack cues up a light. Uh-huh. And then the ground in front of the Predator crumbles. Yep. And glowing jellyfish. This is um, my favorite part. It's everyone's favorite part. It's Jack part. and the Golden Jellyfish. It's like a Harry Potter title. <laughs> Jack and the Golden Jellyfish. 
<laughs> Jack and the golden jellyfish. Yeah. So there's millions of them fly out in a fluid column. They sort of swarm and take out a predator as it shoots up into yeah. the sky, it's branching the off to take off enemy ships. You know, staying in the D&D theme, he's channeling energy. He's channeling energy. He's just channeling radiant it's, uh, energy. It's it's the Jack and the magic beanstalk of glowing... <laughs> it's the golden jellyfish. Things. Yeah. <laughs> um, Braytex sees the stands up and in just an awe. It's the only time I've ever seen Braytac fully smile. It's it's literally like this is Braytac if he was a kid at Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. He's basically seen everything he's ever believed in. To be fair, is the same thing as a kid at Christmas morning. Yep. Yep. (laughs) All correct. All things correct. So down in the ice, the glow squid are gone there, Mm. and the team just looks around, literally going, They're like, What what in the actual fuck just happened? Yeah. I think at that point they're like, I can't even believe I've seen. Th- I must be dead. I don't know what I what. Like the amount of things they've seen, period. Yeah. But then in this moment alone, you know, in this in this episode alone, they're like, there's no way I'm alive. Like, I'm done. Yeah. All I'm of this done. stuff is like, if I see nothing else ever again, I've still seen it all. Someone please give me a drink. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. Done. Um, up in orbit, you can see the beam shooting up right behind Prometheus and then branch around and just, yeah, and just start taking out ships. Yep. Hammond breaks off and clears up. It's like, our job is done. Yeah. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, I do love the way they built it so that it kind of invades the ship. It's just kind of like, it's, it's just this swarm that yep. just kind of, yeah, up, up, takes it over. It's very similar. It's like. The light version, so the dark version of the Nexus from Bird Gully. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Um, So it goes right through Anubis' shield. You can see him raising his hand to a bright light as a ship blows up. Yeah. As does the rest of his fleet. And, um... You gonna die. And and then Prometheus, they're like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. And he's like, that was SG-1. What, what? I love that. They rely on each other so much. So that <laughs> whenever, they, whenever they're saved, yeah. they're like, I know who got me. Exactly. <laughs> At the SGC over the radio, they can hear like a reporter, essentially, yeah. reporting. It was thousands of bright yellow. I don't know. They're coming from the surface. I don't know what they are. We cut to that haze hearing this and everyone in the Oval Office. Yeah. Um, of, you know, they're cutting the enemy fleet to shreds. And it's like, my God, it's beautiful. Yeah. So back in the ice, all they care about in that moment is Jack, who's sort of Oof. passed out yeah. as the chair turns off. His yeah. pulse is erratic. Sam's like, you can't, you can't leave us now. We just won. So let me tell you that he said, she says, I don't play this again because in my mind I was like, what? <sighs> She says, don't you dare leave us now. We've won. And in my head, I was like, did she call him Obi-Wan? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, that's not possible. Call me Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. But like, I was like, is that some weird, like, she's trying to relate to his nerd sensibilities because we know that he's into it. Yeah. And I was like, that can't be right. I had to watch it again with the closed captions on. I was like, oh, way more appropriate. In an alternate timeline, she just wears the Leia costume. <laughs> Because it's like, don't you dare leave us now. We've won. Tell me that doesn't sound like Obi-Wan if you're not. To be fair, it's not the Slave Leia Leia costume. Oh, no. It's like general fucking Leia costume. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I've always liked her on the Landspeeder. No, I love That's her That's always been my favorite. That's a great look. Yeah. I actually am really partial to the Hoth one. And I don't even like white clothing. Oh, uh-huh. But I love the Hoth look. Yeah, yeah. It's a no, good I, I think like 
I've always wanted to do that cosplay, but I don't know what camo they use to make her jacket. Oh, they just painted it. Or they just painted it. They just painted it. Got it. That was not a pre-made camo. Yeah. (laughs) That was someone in the arts department who had like two colors of paint. They're like, "Uh, five minutes, just throw some paint on it. Yeah, got it. Here it is. Done. (laughs) Um... And meanwhile, Hayes calls up to the Prometheus. Uh, Hammond confirms that the enemy has been defeated. And Hayes is like, I don't know how we're ever going to thank you. Hammond's like, I have some ideas. Yeah. My job one. So back at SG-1, or with SG-1, Sam is desperately trying to get Jack to respond. No. Um, and all he says is Dormata. Yeah. He wants sleep. He J- Daniel's like, that chamber thing that we saw. So Teal picks him up and carries him over, and as they put him in the little alcove, uh, Jack says, Eveo Amakus. I butchered that. But anyways, Daniel says it means goodbye. Not okay. You're screaming at this point. Not okay. And the chamber glows. Not cool. And then freezes. Fuck. And Jack is in stasis. Here's, yeah, the only thing that keeps me together is that he's not dead. He's not dead. He's not dead. He's not. We don't know how the fuck we're going to get him out of the carbonite, but he's not dead. He isn't. Yeah. He's basically just frozen in carbonite. Uh, and Sam doesn't think that he's like, we can't just leave him here. Yeah. And they have to be able to reverse the process. And Daniel's like, I don't think so. Not here. Yeah. This dome is too small to be a city. Yep. It's like the one we were just at. It's like an outpost. Mm -hmm. It's not Atlantis. No, it's like the Pony Express. And there was a couple of stops along the way. Yeah. You're not at a major city. You're at one of the Pony Express outposts. And Teal'c wonders if this isn't the lost city, then where is the lost city? Dun, dun, dun! It's time! It's time. So Sam looks up at Jack, placing oh. her hands on the glass and tries not to cry. It's time. And next up is a season eight premiere, New Order, part one. Okay. <laughs> Let's move it okay. along. Hold up. First of all, first of any all, indeeds? Uh, yes. Well, we actually haven't done rankings in a bit. So okay. um, rank. <laughs> I can't type because I didn't pull it up beforehand. Alrighty. So we have... Um, did we even did we put our we didn't put our Martin Wood cameo in here either yet no. from last episode. So seventeen And was there one today? No. There, there wasn't one today, but okay. we said one indeed. I think I counted the one from last episode. You did. Yeah. Because I went in and put that in, but I forgot to put the Martin Wood cameo. Got it. Um, rankings. Rankings. Top one. Yes. Is this top? Yeah. Okay. How many do I have there? I have evolution have on six. there twice. One, two, three. Oh, that's yours. Just kidding. Yeah. Which one's evolution? Uh, evolution is was the the two parter in 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 where you have a uh, Tomb Raider or you have a uh, what's your oh. show? What's your game? Uncharted. Uncharted. Daniel. Yeah, we keep that one. Um, damn, I really like to keep Lifeboat also, and uh, and Grace is the Sam episode. Yeah. Uh, is that a birthright? I think it might have to be unless For heroes. Process of elimination. Yeah. I mean, are you going to think about getting rid of heroes? Which one was heroes again? Heroes is Janet. Oh shit! Yeah, we're like not, getting, not rid getting rid of heroes. heroes. Yes, the birthright it is. There's just a lot of good ones in season it's a seven. Good season seven, which which next week we're going to do our top, our yes. new top, because there's Ooh. been some major changes. This is going to be hard because everything in season seven is good. Holy yeah. moly! And so here's my problem: is is this actually does go number? Oh. 
you know, I thought about it for a second once you reminded me it's, what Heroes does this was. Goes, does this go higher than Heroes? Uh, you know, just to not copy you, I'm going to keep Heroes okay. number one. Yeah, I wouldn't be... Um, I, I'd almost like the balance of that. And like if I you, have one, two, three, four, five... I have seven on my list, so... <laughs> um, uh, yeah. It'll be fun, because I think at some point I'm going to have to make the case for life. Here's the problem is, does I still have Fragile Balance on my list. Mm. And I love that episode for the pure Stargate-ness of it. Okay. Um, I actually think Evolution is going to go off my list. Okay. Um, and I have to delete one more. And I think Lifeboat is going off my list, which is currently my last place. Got it. Um, just because there's something about Fragile Balance that makes me happy. Got it. Got so next it. week we're going to do the new top 10 of Stargate. Yes. Which is getting real fucking hard. This is going to be tough because there's a lot in this season that I don't want to get rid of. I know. So it's going it, to this is this is and, you know, this is where we might talk about where we split them up between. We had talked about splitting it up between the top 10 sort of oh. saga or Stargate and then the top five sort of just fun off. Yeah, this we well, we're I mean, we're in season seven. Yeah. So it could it is time. It, I think that might be something that we have to look into. I'm ready for it. Alrighty. We've got all the things. I'm re- dying to watch this episode. <laughs> She's Guys, <really> excited. <laughs> I'm like, I've closed down my notes. Everything's She's ready done. to go. <laughs> so we are watching now, officially, with this episode, we are going to start bouncing back and forth between Stargate and Atlantis. So we're going to start with season one of Stargate. We're starting... So, episode one, season yes, eight. We're going to watch... So I'm going to put on, so both of these technically aired as one, like the premiere of SG-1 aired as one episode, the premiere of Atlantis aired as one episode. Uh We are going to watch SG-1 as two episodes because that's how it is in syndication. Split. Um, And we're going to split it. I'm going to put on Twitter a poll. Yes. Whether to, because it specifically is the pilot episode, whether we watch the pilot episode of Atlantis as two episodes or as one episode. Right. It's going to be up. For about a week, we're going to let you vote. Please, 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 please let me watch it. In <laughs> this is where I shill, where I make my appeal uh, to the audience to let me please Which watch I it. normally, again, it's, it's I normally kind of keep those two episodes. And I, Yeah, but. look, if it's got to be two episodes, I trust everybody. But man, I really want to watch it. Alrighty. So... Uh, you know where to find us. Uh, and stay tuned for the poll on Twitter at Terra Podcast. Oh, I just want to also say for oh, Patreon yeah. people, the first episode of the Dolphin Cast went up. Dun, dun, dun. It's dun. really awkward for me on my own. It'll get better. <laughs> um, Farscape is coming. There may or may not be a guest on it. Yes. I haven't decided. Okay. <laughs> and then if you guys tell me not to, then we'll stop. To be fair, you can start without a guest and then have a guest join in. Yeah, like, fair. there's no... You're yeah. writing the rules yourself. Well, the, <laughs> there's just a guest sitting on the couch when I watch these. <laughs> so that's why I'm debating whether or not to include them. Uh, okay. Uh, on Twitter, we're at Tara Podcast. On Facebook, we're at There's No Place Like Tara. Um, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. And patreon.com slash There's No Place Like Tara. And I also just want to say for our patrons... There are exciting things coming in 2019. Woo! We have had like a business meeting. Yes. Um, and we have plans to do some really cool things. We're going to be doing some equipment upgrades. Some purposeful things. Yes. Purposeful things specifically now that we're sort of done with these uh, insane life things. Yep. Um, yeah. We are going to get down to business to defeat, defeat the, gold. the audio. <laughs> gold. Gold. 
The Gouldio. The Gouldio. Audible. Gould, Gould, Gouldio. <laughs> and with that, <laughs> and we're done. We cue the music. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> and there. <laughs> <laughs>